Thank you for tuning in to the Lucrative Lifestyle Podcast. I am your host, Christian Haddon. Check out episode one if you want to learn a little more about me and the vision behind this podcast. If you have already joined the tribe by subscribing, thank you and welcome back. So I'd like to let you guys know a little bit about my week before I jump into the episode. I purchased a new microphone, a mixer, and some audio software so that I can have more control over the sound quality of the podcast. Now, I'm not an expert on using it yet. I really, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. (laughs) So I'm still recording on my old mic right now. But another step in the right direction. To know me is to know that I like to show the progress. I posted on my business Instagram a list of 15 things that I wanted to share regarding my 2021 reflection. And one of the items on that list was, and I quote, Don't be afraid to show the journey. Some people resonate with the struggle and need to see it to be optimistic about their ability to grow. If you listen to my first episode compared to this one, there's some improvement there and I wanted people to see that improvement. Really, I wanted to document that improvement. Now, I know there are a lot of folks that will disengage if the sound quality is incorrect or if they hear me make mistakes, and that is fine. Clearly, those are not my listeners. Or maybe they'll come back later on down the road. Who knows? But for the people that need to see the struggle, here it is. And let's see where this thing goes together. Now, this method isn't for everybody. Some people want to make sure everything is A1 out the gate. Nothing wrong with that. Most of the time, that is me. But this is something that I have been wanting to do for a while. And y'all know how life be all up in the way, right? (laughs) So I just went for it. Start where you are, use what you have, do what you can, you know? At the end of the day, as long as you are getting it done, there are so many routes you can take. Okay, so let's get into this conversation for today. I want to build on the conversation from last week, which was about the importance of having upfront communication about your financial situation with your partner. Now, everybody doesn't agree with this, but I think it should happen early on to give people a full picture of what they are getting themselves into. Some people come with financial disasters and it is not fair to allow someone to become invested in the relationship without knowing those facts. The good, the bad, the ugly. Money problems are huge issues for relationships, so it is important to do the prep work. This is the prereq before you can officially claim the relationship, right? So what do you do if you are already in a relationship and your partner has committed financial infidelity? What do I mean by this? Well, we know infidelity is the action or state of being unfaithful to a spouse or other romantic partner. Whether you made a verbal promise to be faithful or it was assumed that you would be because you didn't stay otherwise. Although infidelity is pretty common, it still feels like the unthinkable when it actually happens to you. You feel betrayed and then you begin to question everything, including whether or not you want to stay and rebuild trust, if that's even possible. Well, financial infidelity happens when partners in a relationship lie to each other about money. It's the same concept as romantic infidelity and raises the same feelings and questions, but many will dismiss the magnitude of this type of infidelity and its impact on the relationship. But like the saying goes, how you do anything is how you do everything. So whether you cheated by laying down with another person or you took money out of the savings account without notifying your spouse, the betrayal can feel the same and cause just as much damage to the relationship, if not more. 
I mean, let's be real. We spend so much of our time trying to earn enough money to live the lifestyle we want. There's so much you can't do without money. Trust me, I've tried. (laughs) So if you are going to compare it to cheating, unless there is an extreme case, financial infidelity can wreak havoc in so many different ways and really hurt the quality of your life for the long term. So you have to really take financial infidelity seriously in order to be able to prevent or correct it in your relationship. And just like with romantic infidelity, the question becomes, can the trust be rebuilt? Now I'm going to put this out there and some folks may not like it, but there are things that fall into the category of financial infidelity that you may not think of. Spending in secret, hiding debt, hiding missed payments, those are the more obvious things, but lying about how much something costs you is infidelity as well. Now, you know how much that bag really costs. <laughs> and another one that seems to miss the list is lying about income. Whether you say you make more or less than you do, infidelity. You got an unplanned bonus at work or you found some cash on the street and didn't disclose, infidelity. The million dollar question is, why do people lie about money in their relationship? And for all y'all loophole seekers, omission is a lie. Okay, pumpkin. Now, the first person to DM me the correct answer to what movie that okay, pumpkin came from, (laughs) I will send you a $25 gift card. But you have to DM me on either Facebook or Instagram at Lucrative Lifestyle Podcast. And you have to be following the account. See, it pays to listen in more ways than one. And don't forget to disclose the gift card. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay, so why lie? I'm thinking the same reason people cheat. It wasn't planned. It just happened, right? No malicious intent. But seriously, maybe you, and no, I don't mean you specifically, guilty conscience, right? (laughs) (laughs) But maybe you were confident that you could borrow the money, flip it, put it back and have additional money left over to do something you've been wanting to do. Maybe you tried it before with something small and it worked. So you decided to try again with the larger amount and things went left. Once things went left, you took a chance again, hoping to right the wrong. And again, it did not work out for you. Once things get bad, it's hard to come clean. And right when you get the nerve to talk to your partner about what's going on, the hit it hits the fan, right? And now you look crazy when you say, I was planning on talking to you about this later today. Sure you were. <laughs> Something that started as a small omission can really create a situation that can take a lifetime to recover from, especially when other unexpected things happen like a pandemic, right? Imagine this being your situation and then the pandemic is the thing that brought it to the light. That could be devastating. And again, that was not your intention. Other reasons people lie is to avoid a fight when their goals aren't aligned or they're worried about embarrassment or they're fighting an addiction, resenting the way their partner moves with their money. Yes, sometimes people don't see how that weekly splurge on drinks with friends or shopping sprees impact their spouse if the spouse has income restraints. 
Now, there are some people out here that are malicious about their money infidelity and are intentionally putting folks in financial devastation while they reap the benefits and then move on to the next victim. So it's so important to make sure that you are aware of what is happening with the finances, especially if your partner seems to always find a way to exclude you from access to financial information. But we are not going to go down that lane tonight. But I feel a little like Medea and Tyler Perry's Diary of a Mad Black Woman when she says something along the lines of, you got to be checking the deeds. <laughs> so back on track. What do we do to fix this problem? That can be tough. But I would say if you are willing to work it out, begin having those conversations about money. Come up with a plan together to resolve the issue. If you are choosing to stay, everybody has to put skin in the game in order to resolve the problem. Both parties have to sacrifice. I know, I know, I know. But yes, both parties have to sacrifice. Make sure everyone has a clear understanding of the financial ins and outs, even if it's not their responsibility on the day to day. Transparency will help keep you honest. Make sure to set aside funds for each partner to use at their discretion if you can. It helps satisfy that itch that may come from time to time. We talked about this regarding solo budgeting, but it works just the same in relationships. Having this conversation with a third party, such as a financial coach or planner, can really help open up the dialogue if that's an option for you. And finally, make sure that you are clear about the consequences of this happening again and stick with it. And with that, I'm going to close out tonight's episode. Please subscribe and share if you haven't already. If you want to know more about me and my business, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Lucrative Unlimited, which is my business dedicated to helping individuals and small businesses reach their business and financial goals. I'm also on LinkedIn under my name, Christian Haddon, and my business page is Lucrative Unlimited. My website is lucrativeunlimited.com. So go check it out to see all of the available services. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at Lucrative Lifestyle Podcast. You can follow me there to see when a new episode is up to have some positive reinforcement on your timeline and also another recap of the topics from the podcast or in the space of financial literacy in general. Hope this was helpful to you. Find me and let me know your thoughts or if you want me to talk about something else in particular and I'll try to make that happen. Thanks again for tuning in and I will be back next week. Good night. This is a lucrative lifestyle podcast. Tune in to get your mind and your money right.